In a world where we base our self-worth on social media likes, the opinions of others, and how we measure up to those around us, it can be difficult to embrace what we love about ourselves. Self-worth isn't what you have, it's not what you do. It's what's inside of you and how you feel about the world you've built. Join me, Lynn Howard, as we climb the mountain together to reach the peak of our happiness and peace of mind. This is Are You Worth It? Spoiler alert, you are. Hey, y'all. Welcome or welcome back. It is Lynn Howard, and this is Are You Worth It? Spoiler alert, you are. Now, I have a tendency to plan out my podcasts. Um, Not like script it and I know exactly what day I'm going to do because, you know, I'm a person that is intuitive. I, I go based on what I'm feeling. But every once in a while, an opportunity <laughs> lends itself. I saw a thing on YouTube, Facebook, one of those things. It was like a feel-good news story type thing. And this person posted, my mom had always wanted to go to school. And at 65, she's starting her first day. And I'm not going to say the person's name or even a relation, just in case they actually listen to this. But the person said, what a waste of time. What do you mean, what a waste of time? Well, 65 and just starting school? Okay, so here's what we're talking about today. It's never too late to follow your dreams. Never. I went to beauty school at 40 years old. Now, looking back, I don't know what I was thinking. I can't really drive. My feet are crap. You know, it's I've had pretty much every job I had up until all this stuff happened and I stayed home with my kids was a manual labor job on my feet. So my feet are cashed out, you know, and then hairdressers, we hold our arms, you know, at 90 degree angles like the whole time. Holy cow, that job is not for middle-aged women. Maybe if you started out young and built up that tolerance for it, but oh my gosh, going in as a middle-aged woman, being out of shape and had never done that. Up until that point, all I'd done was taking care of my kids and wrote my fiction books, right? And then all of a sudden I'm standing on my feet for 12 to 14, 16 hours and arms at a 90 degree angle. Holy cow, but here's the thing, I did it. I went back to school at 40 years old. Not only did I graduate on time, I graduated with a scholarship because of my attendance, because I was, it was like 96% attendance. I actually, and I knew I was doing it, it was the year that we had that full solar eclipse. So I actually knew I was calling in that day. Other than that, the only times I missed, um, I actually overslept once and then not my fault, we had a flood. And then actually the next day, the school shut down because nobody could get, it was like our entire area was like one big island. So nobody can get to school anyways. But what I'm saying is I went back to school at 40 years old because I wanted to. It was something I'd always wanted to do. Why is it too late? My sister went to nursing school at 40-something. I don't remember. I think she has been a nurse now for a couple. So she was just about to turn 40. She's a few years younger than me. But she went to nursing school and as a middle-aged woman with four kids, as a single mom, by the way. You know, there's no such thing as too late to follow your dreams. I read a story once of an 80-something-year-old woman who went back to school and finished her Ph.D., because it was something she'd always wanted. But as we do, we put our dreams on the back burner for everybody else, for our children, for our spouses, for, you know, our families. We always put everyone else before ourselves. So here on this podcast, we are talking today 
about putting ourselves first and about following your dreams, no matter your age. I noticed something. I did one of those testing ads on Facebook and it was very specific about, you know, cause I, I coach, um, you know, are you looking for this? Are you looking for that? And the most activity was from women 45 and up. So what does that tell you? It tells you these younger girls, they know we got to protect our peace. We got to, you know, say no, set boundaries. But those of us that are, I want to say over 35, we, our whole lives has been about sacrificing our happiness for everyone around us. We weren't taught about self-care. And I'm not blaming the generation ahead of us, you know, the older ones for not teaching us because they weren't taught either. You work, you work, you work, you work, and then you go to sleep, you know, or work and then you die. None of us were taught to put ourselves first, to protect our peace, to set boundaries with toxic people. We weren't taught that it's okay to follow your dreams, whether your kid is still in in the house, you know, still young, or if your kid's older and maybe you're middle-aged or even in the senior years. It's okay to follow your dreams no matter where you are in your life at this point. It's You want to write a book. You've always had this idea for a book, but got to wait till the kids are grown. I got to wait till the kids, you know, are out of the house or maybe when I retire. Why? Why are you setting a deadline on yourself? Why are you pushing your dreams and your happiness behind everyone else's? Obviously, I'm not telling you to forget people you love. I'm not telling you to pretend they don't exist and know it's all about me. What I'm saying is, why are we putting ourselves last? I've used this analogy before. I'm going to use it again. On an airplane, what do they tell you? Put the oxygen mask on yourself before you put it on your child. Why? Because if you pass out, you can't help your kid, right? If you're not taking care of yourself, you're not happy. If you're not happy, how are you any good to anyone? Whether it is your family, your friends, your employers, or your coworkers. If you're unhappy, if your heart is is tired and your heart is sick, how are you giving anyone your best? That's why I say we have to focus on our inner peace. That's why I say I've been I've been working on my garden. I let my yard go for quite a few years because of my migraine thing. So what I'm doing is while it's cooler, I'm working on it and then I'm going to go out, you know, first thing in the morning or when the sun's setting so that I don't deal with migraines. I'm doing that instead of doing other things. Like I probably should have been dusting my house this weekend. I decided I wanted to work in the garden. I probably should have been, I don't know, cleaning a room or something. I decided I wanted to make fairy gardens. Why? Because it made me happy. Okay, I told you this year, the word, my word of the year is me. And I'm challenging you right now. I don't care that we're halfway through April, April, what I, April, I don't even know what I just said. Halfway through April, I want you to right now designate your year of the word as me, not me, you, me. Say in the mirror, my word of the year is me. Maybe you don't know what your passion is. Dabble. Dabble in different things. I never knew I I liked crafts. I always thought I hated them because I'm not very good at them. And I'm not. I'm not very good at them. Don't ask me to craft anything. But I enjoy it. And it's actually what I figured out. 
I'm not the kind of person that can like MacGyver things, but I could see something and change it. Once I figured out that I could go to, you know, restore or restore the, the thrift stores or restore or dollar store, things like that, and just make things into something else. Oh, I love crafts. I don't do them all the time. It's when something hits me like the fairy gardens. I took um, these, what are they called? Uh, chargers, those charger plates that you put under plates that you can get at the Dollar Tree. I had bought them maybe in like September, October. I think I had a different craft in mind and I bought a whole bunch of them and they've been sitting there. I didn't do anything with them. And then the opportunity, you know, presented itself. I have made a gnome garden and a fairy garden. One of them has little gems all over it. It's so pretty, but I did it because I wanted to, because I dabbled to find out where my passion was. I write books. I love to write books. I'm a fiction author, if anybody's interested. Um, but I do it. Yeah, I make an income from it. Don't don't let me lie to you. But I have to write. That is my biggest passion. And it has been actually since I was a child. Now, what were to happen if I were to just stop writing? I wouldn't be happy, right? I would probably go insane from the characters chattering in my head. I love to read. That's a huge passion. When I don't read at night before going to sleep, I can't fall asleep. Even if it's late at night, even if it's a page, there's something about reading that shuts my mind down and helps me to relax. It's my passion. So if you don't know your passion, dabble in things. My uncle and I are probably <laughs> the biggest culprits of this. I have an uncle who has done karate. He's done, he's had a, a landscaping company, a housekeeping company. Um, he did uh, collision derby, I think it's called, where the, the cars are crashing into each other. He did taxidermy. We dabble and we try different things. And that's how you discover what you enjoy. At one point, I thought maybe I wanted to try playing with furniture, you know, like flipping furniture. Eh, didn't like it, but I tried it. I didn't spend a bunch of money on it. You know, dabble in things until you find your passion, because that's how you're going to find your peace and your happiness. Even if you have to just something as simple as go outside bare feet in the ground and just ground yourself, no pun intended, just for a few minutes to, to bring that inner peace while you're discovering who you are, while you're discovering what your passions are. You know, don't put your dreams on the back burner. Don't put your passions on the back burner. Don't, I don't have any passions. I don't have any dreams. You do. You've just ignored them for so long. They've just kind of like went to the back of your subconscious mind. I want you to put yourself first so that you are 100% for everyone else. Not because you want to be 100% for everybody else, but you can't be any good to anyone if you're not kind to yourself. So that is what I have for you guys this week. And I'm going to announce it right now so that I have to put my butt in gear. I am starting a Patreon for this podcast. It will be a deeper dive. We will go deeper into topics. There will be different opportunities like shout outs or, you know, if you have a specific question you want me to answer, specific topic you want me to address, things like that. I have, I hope, had a really exciting guest lined up for a couple weeks ago, but he broke his leg. So I'm hoping that this next guest is able to get on soon. We're kind of doing the back and forth, but that's why I haven't had a whole lot of guests. People's lives People are busy. So until next week, guys, I'll see ya. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Are You Worth It? Spoiler alert, you are. If you have any questions or you have a topic suggestion or request, feel free to email me at areyouworthit at yahoo.com. You can show your support for this podcast by leaving a review on whichever outlet you listen from. See you guys next week. 